His eye is on the sparrow. And I know he watches over me. His eyes is on the sparrow. And I know he watches me. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. Yeah, his eye is on the spiral. And I know he watches me. Happy 2024. How is everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in. This is so like spontaneous. Okay. It's not something I planned. I'm just recording from my phone. I want to say hello. This is February 1st, 2024. Can you believe that? I hope you guys all are doing well. I wanted to jump in and let's start a new year <laughs> fresh. Maybe spontaneous is better for me than planned. Um, so let's see how the Lord going to lead us for 2024. Um, but I jump in, I wanted to say hello. It's been a while. That's the first thing. The second thing I thought we should start a new year, a new season with this controversial that have been floating around. Uh, based on the comment that one of the prominent Christian pastors uh, known as Alistair Begg, Alistair Begg or Alistair Begg, uh, something like that. Um, I believe he, somebody asked him, asked him last year around November or something, and this is a comment that he made, towards the end of 2023 in on his show radio show that apparently it is canceled at the moment um but it was a grandmother who asked him about the guidance what she should do uh because her granddaughter was marrying a transgender person, a transgender person. So this transgender apparently was called, is biological, biologically woman, but she identified herself as a male. So this grandmother has a granddaughter who was marrying that individual. So in her, in their mind, that trans, whatever they call transgender, I, I put in a quotation mark because there's no such a thing as a transgender person. You cannot transfer your gender from one gender to another. And it's not social construct the way they teach in colleges. 
um so these two apparently so she they consider like that woman who call herself a man she, they consider themselves like a couple like a male and a female couple so they invited grandmother to go to a wedding and grandmother needed guidance from a pastor a well-known pastor i'm not sure if it is one of the members who goes to the church that he pastors i'm not sure or it's just a lady or listener either way he needed she needed some guidance godly guidance in this regard what she, what she should do um being invited by her granddaughter to go to a wedding she was marrying another woman uh, so it's a homosexual wedding it's not even a wedding okay let me put that way i don't like using those words because they are applied in a wrong way so it's not a wedding and it's not transgender okay so whatever it was a ceremony um matrimony they were union they were trying to forge grandmother was invited so she's a christian she 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 wanted to know what the pastor would say and the pastor beg ask the grandmother does your granddaughter know that you are christian and you do not approve this kind of relationship and in that it's that relationship is sinful in the eyes of god it's against everything regarding god and christianity um in the very thing that jesus came to redeem us from those kind of sins sins in general um and grandmother said yes granddaughter is very aware that i am a christian i'm a believer of christ i'm a follower of christ uh and that i do not approve that kind of engagements so then alster told grandmother then if that's the case then you can go to the wedding and um you can go to that ceremony <laughs> look i'm going to use that word wedding a lot but i don't mean it okay please just bear with me that's what they call um you can go to that ceremony wherever it is um and bring them a gift and i believe with my now before i lend my opinion on this uh concerning what beg advised that grandmother um i start seeing noises on twitter on social media and on youtube um how evangelical pastors how these prominent pastors that i know and i i listen to them a lot and I'm, i grow through their ministries um i feed from their teachings sound t- teaching and and i learn a lot about the word of god through them most of them came out in fact some of most of them actually are in the same si- circle that alistair beg also um is involved in like they they go to to conferences together they they interchange um exchange ministries like invited through different uh kind of engagements that they they interact with each other and and teach each other uh, christian in general in in a larger audience like through their ministry those pastors and uh, pastor beg 
we the the entire christian community gain a lot um through them so the very people that beg hang around with um came out strongly condemning and rebuking that advice to the grandmother um and they they are appalled by his um that kind of advice he would have given to anyone let alone the person who call on the radio that is widely listened to all over the country if it's not all over the world that uh beg have influence um they're coming out and they're rebuking him they they are um they're trying to like i would use a condemn i would i would not use the word condemn but they are strongly they strongly disapprove that advice from a man like beg like you would expect something like that to come from in their mind these pastors they would expect something like that to come from the ma- from walk pastors or from uh people like maybe Andy Stanley even Andy Stanley when he made a controversial um remark not too long ago he was also rebuked i guess they also consider Andy a sound teacher in <laughs> based on how they were rebuking him um If you go on YouTube, you will see a video about just put back, put Alistair Beg, Alistair Beg on YouTube, on Twitter, you will see all these prominent pastors rendering their opinion concerning him. Like they have podcast, entire podcast dedicated to just ex- just strongly, strongly are disapproving beg for that advice um it's amazing to me how they all speak the same like beg is just one man by himself who thought a, a little bit different how you could approach um something like that um and giving advice to someone whether it is in the small settings or it is um somebody who is or in a, in a larger audience like he was doing on a, on his show on his program truth for life i believe that's the name of the program that ran uh at least was running uh by many stations um all over the country being listened to so many people um they all speak with one voice so this man is just left by himself um like as if he's he's a stranger um suddenly nobody is um try to understand why beg would advise somebody like that um that way so I'm not coming here to defend Beg. Um I don't know where his heart was when that question came to him 
if it was a question that was given in advance or it's, it's a question that was just prompt um if um at that time when he was giving that advice he what kind of um, setting or environment what kind of i wouldn't say a mood like was he was that question given to him when he was tired at the end of the day he's just want to go home was he given received that question when he was stressed um going through a lot of things and and and, and that was the last thing uh he did publicly before he went home for that day like what kind of, where he came from like people try i i, I just think people should take a deep breath and try to understand how would he advise a person to go to a transgender or whatever that homosexual wedding um a person a man like like him who have a very sound doctrine so so many people were rebuking him and they were condemning him. I thought, let me, let me try to understand where he came from. And this, this is my understanding. First of all, I don't believe Beg is a walk pastor. I don't believe he is falling from grace. I don't believe he went down to the level of um, people like... Uh, Andy Stanley, um, I still, even though he's not my go-to pastor, like he's not somebody I listen to every day, um, as much as he have that influence, it's, it's, it's not, he, he's not my cup of tea. Um, but I've seen him around men and women whom, I mean, pastors whom, not women, <laughs> pastors whom I listen to a lot, a pastor who helped me grow and be where I am uh, in terms of understanding the word. Um, but I respect his ministry. I, I, I believe he's, he's a sound teacher. He knows his, 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 the word. Um, so this, this is what I'm thinking probably would make, would have him gives that kind of advice. The first thing is, I don't believe him telling the grandmother to go to the wedding for her granddaughter who was marrying another woman um, was that he, that woman, that grandmother was approving that kind of um, ceremony. The grandmother's presence or absence wouldn't make any difference, okay? So whether she went or she didn't go, in terms of those two people who are entrenched into sinning, it wouldn't change that at this, at that moment. Um, so I think that's where he came from. Like, go, it won't make any difference. The second thing is, Alistair Beg, I... In my understanding, at least the way I see it, is 
it really didn't matter because that was not a wedding, okay? Even though they call it a wedding, it was not a wedding. Even, go, even though that, that woman, she, they call themselves transgender. There's no such a thing as transgender. So it's not a wedding and she's not a man. She's a woman. So it's, she's not a transgender. There's no such a thing as trans, transgender. There's no transgender and there's no wedding. So it's just like somebody come to the house for Thanksgiving dinner or something and they say, oh, grandmother, this is my fiancé. But the grandmother look at the fiancé is, is a man, is a woman. Um, it's, that's the same thing. She wouldn't approve even then if they would have come to her house. Um, the third way I look at this is maybe that granddaughter is forever lost. She, probably she will never be saved. Who knows? Or maybe she will be saved. Let's say she would be saved one day. I believe the act of her being there probably will even make it easier for the grandmother to continue um, witnessing to her even in the future time when they are together with at home for dinner uh, or anything some kind of a family get together i think that would have her witness will be more have more weight than if she refused to go and then preach to them like some self-righteous person who um A self-righteous person. Did I do this again? Unbelievable. I just just pour water here. Did I do this? Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. So. Fix this, okay. Yeah, so this grandmother, one way or the other, that granddaughter would come home, they would be together. Probably that woman would be with her. What's the difference? So now they're in public. So uh, my thinking is by her going there, there could be people who needed to, to be saved. For who are not her granddaughter. People who are there also to approve that, that lie from, from the pit of hell. So she could be there to help, to, to witness to those other people who are chosen, who are the elect, but are still living in darkness. So you can see those things from that angle. And you need to remember, Jesus died for us while we were still sinners. None of us were clean. None of us. When he came, when he shed his blood, we were still sinners. And even now, after we are being saved, even though we are saved, we are still sinning every single day. God sees it. He sees all of it. Grandmother who is loving, he love, she loves her granddaughter to be there. And it's good that she even asked. She could even just go secretly or not go at all. So there's many ways of looking at things. Instead of you just coming against 
a pastor who is, has been so faithful all these years. And if you have any problem about that comment, at least then contact him in person. I'm sure all of you who are online rebuking him know him personally, have his, even have his cell phone number and you know where he lives. You just just call him. Give him a call and, and talk to him instead of coming online like this and, 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 and uh, condemning the way you did. Um, now, on, on the other hand, people go through mid-life mid, mid, crisis. Is it possible that Beg is going through a mid-life crisis that... He has softened his stance in, in some, 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 some subject um, based on h- how he interprets scripture. It could be. If that's the fa- but if the time will tell. Maybe that was the only comment out of every other good comment that he ever made in his life. Um, but time will tell if he have gone walk. I know one of the Prominent pastor, for example, Pastor Keller. Unfortunate, he's he's gone, but fortunate for the Lord. But unfortunate, he's gone now. He's not here. That one became soft on on a lot of issues, um, to the point where he nobody could, <laughs> with with the sound biblical sound, who could listen to him. Um, but I still believe he's with Jesus. I don't believe that he fell from grace. I don't believe he lost his salvation. I, I just believe it came a point in time, just like we have seen with people like Moses. What happened to Moses? He was a great, faithful man until that one day he made a mistake. What a mistake? He struck that rock without listening to what God asked him. And there are many other, many, many other examples. Elijah. He did all the wonderful work, destroying 400 prophets of Baal. And then he ran away from a woman because she was a queen and she, she had the king um, and all the resources from the king. Isn't Elijah the most, listen, hear God's voice more than Ahab and Jezebel would? Why was he afraid of a woman? So things like that happen all the time. Look at Aaron. He, he saw God's work in Egypt and even out of Egypt during the Exodus. And they came to Mount Sinai. What did he do? He made a golden calf. Stuff like that happened to great men. Eli, what happened to Eli? How about Saul? These are all examples. Saul died a very terrible death to the point of killing himself, committing suicide. Why? Because of disobedience. He did well. He he followed God's command when he started off. But then later on, he completely lost it. And he even lost his kingdom. There are things that we need to think through, we need to have a little compassion and understanding before we publicly go out there and start rebuking people. Now, I don't know, beg 
path from that point on. Uh, time will tell. We'll find out. At this point, I'm willing to give the benefit of doubt. That is still that sound teacher. And that advice he gave the grandmother truly came from a, a great place, from a clean place, from a, his own biblical way of understanding love and compassion and even witnessing to people, even evangelism. Uh, maybe the, the approach that he tried to br- bring in that situation is what could go wrong if she goes? What could go wrong if she bring a gift and that gift probably the Bible? Nothing. Nothing. Grandmother will not lose her salvation. Grandmother will not approve. You cannot approve something that is not. It's not a wedding and she's not a transgender. So, okay, it's a homosexual relationship. Still, it's not a wedding. And those people, whether they were doing that ceremony in front of people or not, they were still sinning already. So it it didn't matter, okay? Just like Paul said, you want to eat like these idols, we we call them idols. They are not even idols. They are not gods. They are not because nothing, there's no, there's only one God. There's no such a thing as an idol. It is an idol. There's no such other gods. There is no other gods. So that's my understanding where Beg was coming from. You hear that song? Crown him with many crowns. I love that song. So have a little grace for Alster Beg. You and I have to be honest with you, I will not go to such ceremony. I don't think that grandmother really needed Beg's um, advice concerning that. Uh, she should just have right away regard that as um, not a ceremony, not, not a real wedding, and she will not participate. However, she came and she asked and she was advised. We don't know if she went or she didn't. Um, if Beg... Beg gave her that advice that you can go. So I wouldn't be too quick to to judge him why he would approve not approve but would give advice for that grandmother to go to that gathering um god you cannot put god in the box his ways are very higher than ours his his thoughts are not our thoughts um sometimes we we have to think in a way that God is is big, is 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 way larger than us. If he 
can use people like Nabuchaneza, the most proud person, human being ever existed. If he can use people like Manasseh, if he can pe- have patience for people like Ahab, you know, if he can give Ahab a little bit more time and say, you know, Ahab, um, I'm going to postpone this calamity that I pronounce. They won't happen in your lifetime. A wicked man like Ahab. If he can have that kind of mercy to people like that, we, we can have mercy too, to people who are confused. And I believe that's where we're coming from. Oh, all right. Thank you so much for listening. See you another time. In Jesus' name.